kill it. Wolfman's got hearts. Nobody trusts anybody now. Come on, you hey! You wanna live forever? Now what? But no matter what happens, Godzilla will live. And welcome back to the 72nd episode of the Monster Movie Stomp Down. Of course, you got Sludge here, my co-host across from me. He is Mark. Our brother from Texas. Ruben. And we have made it to the end of the line, temporarily, for the Godzilla films. We started this show, first episode was the original Godzilla movie, and we've given two episodes a month, sometimes three. But we've always given a Godzilla film and then some other monster movies, and we've gone through the whole plethora the whole library of Godzilla feature films, and we have reached the current stopping point with Godzilla versus Kong. Pretty excited about it. And it's been a good week for kaiju fans. I don't know if you guys saw. I know I shared with, I think I did tell you guys, um, the kaiju masterclass was this last weekend. Did you guys get to watch any of that? I did not get to. Did you, Ruben? No, not so, yet. No, I did, did not. You, now, but... did you guys watch last year's? Or do you even know what Kaiju Masterclass is? I have no idea, so go ahead and spit it Same out. Same here. I did not watch okay. last year's either. Kaiju Masterclass is a, is a, um, a group from a couple podcasts, and then uh, the one guy who heads up Kaiju Masterclass, he's like a, working on his literature PhD at some major Ivy League school, but he's a major Kaiju fan. So they did last year, when all the conventions were shut down, they did Kaiju Masterclass, where they did a bunch of panels pretty much just like convention style panels with I mean, oh last yeah year, i remember that remember here i remember yeah. that yeah like, i do but i just didn't re- i didn't remember the name but i remember that yeah. i remember when the conventions they had, were canceled and they got um, together shishuki kaneko was on there last year so i mean the director of gmk and the gamer heisei trilogy yeah. um he was on there a bunch of guys this year uh they had reyua kitamura was on there um they did a really cool retrospective of gorgo um, that was really, really awesome. Um, so they had a bunch of cool stuff uh, this weekend. And so those who haven't, those listening who haven't checked it out, go to YouTube, search Kaiju, Kaiju Masterclass 2, um, and you'll see all the panels from this year. Of course, the first Kaiju Masterclass was last year. Uh, super cool thing they're going to keep doing every year. Uh, I made sure and checked out the Ryu Akitamura one. He did Godzilla Final Wars. But he's one of my favorite directors anyways because he did a movie called back in 2000 called Versus, which is probably, not probably, it is in my top 10 greatest films of all time, if not top five. Um, but he's done Azumi. He did Alive. He came over here to his first American film was um, Midnight Meat Train, um, the Clive Barker movie. Uh, he's done No One Lives um, with Luke Evans. He's just did a movie a couple years ago called Downrange that was absolutely inane um great filmmaker and he had some really cool things to say about final wars one thing that i found interesting though that i didn't know about these movies was the direct the films is not per their tradition in, in japanese filmmaking the actual film directors is not who films the monster fight scenes they have a separate director that handles those alone and Rua talked about the the one thing that if he could go back and change would be the ability to direct those scenes himself because the the director and he, he praised the director for the monster fights but he said he but he just didn't catch his fill and his his image for those fights his, his vision his yeah, vision he, yeah he would he would storyboard everything out in detail but the guy just never really shot those the way that they wanted 
Um, and then he one cool thing he brought up with the 98 scene, and because they were talking, him and uh, Tor- Toriyama at Toho Sound with, like, they said tons of the soft, soft tubey figures, like the little Bandai figures of, like, the entire Godzilla legacy of monsters, like every monster that's appeared in a Godzilla film. And they were looking at these figures and picking out what ones would make it into the movie. And uh, he, he regrets not putting Meg Godzilla in there, but they started talking and Toriyama was like, well, we can do the 98 Godzilla because we own the rights to it. And so Ryu was like, oh, then yes, we have to put that in there so we can, so we can cement who the real Godzilla is. So yeah. uh, when he found out, because <laughs> they were picking monsters, he was like, that, that has to be done, has to be done. Um, so it was really cool, the things he said that happened as far as them making the movie, how things were done, the suits, the fighting, just the direction was really, really cool. Um, cause it was a 17 year retrospect, you know, came out 17 years ago. So definitely check it out. It was really, really cool thing to do. So, but going from that Godzilla movie, we are going to Godzilla versus Kong, which I'm super, super stoked about. Um, cause this not only wraps up our run of God movies, this wraps up the mon- current MonsterVerse lineup. Um, there's talks of course of, um, future movies possibly happening. You know, I think the last thing we heard was in August. I think when Thomas Toll said they're they're on it, seeing what can be done. Um, but uh, uh, we'll get more. But currently, this is the end. So pretty excited about this one. Plus, yeah. Mark got a new chair today. Y'all, yeah. y'all hear him uh, gripe and complain new, about this chair. New, new to new to Mark. Very yeah, yeah, yeah not new to Mark. <laughs> Uh, I believe it originally that he took it to Goodwill and Goodwill said, no, thanks. Take it back home. <laughs> you know, I was about yeah. to say that. I was say Goodwill saw it and said, you know what? This is a safety hazard. Get it out of here. <laughs> so, so pretty much I got a new chair and then passed my chair on to Mark. Cause I mean, he's complained about the chairs since the get go. I've had good reason. And yeah. now I got even more. Yeah. Of a reason. <laughs> Why? You got a comfortable chair? Yeah. Don't lean back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So this this chair that Mark got is my old office chair. And it, it doesn't um it, it doesn't stop. So like you can't lean back in it because if you do, you just keep on going. Like it and, and does he tell me about it before I sit down? No. <laughs> no he lets me lean back. <laughs> I had to. Even my wife earlier when she when I was setting up, she was like, Are you gonna tell your dad that, that chair doesn't you know, set up straight. It, it just leans back all the way. It's like, no, not <laughs> yeah, at all. I want to <laughs> see what happens <laughs> because that's, that's how we roll here. I so. want my old chair back. Oh, <laughs> it's, hey, it's over there. You know, if you want to switch, um, but all right. So, so guys, we're going to jump into this one. It's Godzilla versus Kong. Here you go. This is our only chance.
Skatzilla. Charlie with Give Me Back My Action Movies. And Dan. Join us every two weeks as we dive into the classic action movies of the 80s and 90s. That's right, Charlie. But we also take a look at some of the current films out there that still has those nostalgic feels for us. Exactly. So make sure you find us on all your major podcasting platforms. And check us out over on Facebook. We have a group where the conversation's always going 24-7. We're having a good time. I think so. I'll be back. Welcome to Good Beer, Bad Movie Night, where each month we drink finely crafted brews while watching terrible films in order to see just how drunk you have to get to enjoy them. So tune in and join Troy. Killboy Kreitz. <laughs> oh, that was pretty good. Thank you. <laughs> Dave. I have the weirdest And Pete. IPAs are ales, meaning they are bottom fermented. Excuse me, they are top fermented. I that up. <laughs> Try that again. <laughs> As we drag Kathleen, Hear me. kicking and screaming through an alcohol-fueled podcast dedicated to movies of questionable quality and the frosty adult beverages that help make them tolerable. Good beer, bad movie night. Clearly, it's the beer's fault. Okay, and so that was the trailer for Godzilla vs. Kong. Of course, you got some commercials there for our brothers over at the Giving Back My Action Movie Podcast, the whole network. Uh, again, if you guys have not joined any of the groups, find us on Facebook. You can find all of us through Giving Back uh, My Podcast Network because uh, we now have grouped together the Giving Back My Action Movie uh, show, Giving Back My Horror Movies, the Monster Movie Stomp Down, um, the Jacked Up Review Show. Uh, you got Jimmy's shows on there. Um, and then, of course... Pete and his crew from Give Me Back, uh, or sorry, Give Me Back, uh, Good Beer, Bad Movie Night, which I just found a movie. I know we're getting the Godzilla Kong here, but I text Pete the other day. This was maybe two day, two days ago. I saw uh, a movie pop up called New York Ninja, and the poster just looked outlandish. And I was like, "What is this?" So I, I go to search for the trailer on YouTube, and. Oh, this looks like one of the worst movies of all time. I can't. I'm so. I already got it. I already had a big movie up. Jeez. And I cannot wait to watch this. So it's a movie that was. It was filmed in 1984. Okay. And well, there, there's a plus right there. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, right well, it there. was lost. It never got edited and put together. But the whole film was shot. Well, Vonnegar, um, uh, was Vonnegar Films or what? I could. Uh, it's Vonnegar something. Um, they found it in a film vault. And it's just the negative 
film. So there's no audio. There's no voicing, nothing. It's just oh, the, the, the movie. It's the video itself. So they edited the movie together, and then they hired people like Don the Dragon Wilson or, or Johnson's in, in it, uh, Michael uh, Berryman, the guy you know from Hills Has Eyes and House of Thousand Corpses. Yeah. So they hired all these people to overdub and make this movie. Okay, so, and who knows what they were saying in the actual film, right? Um, but so they they made this movie. They just put new music to it and overdubbed it, and the trailer looked absolutely so bad. It looks horribly oh, no. <laughs> bad. And uh, I, as soon as I saw it, I was like, I got to send this to Pete. Pete has got to put this on uh, Good Beer, Bad Movie Night because it would be epic. Ka- you know, Kathleen will hate everybody, guaranteed. <laughs> she would despise this movie, but it'll be great. So um, I don't even remember where I was going there. Yes, so our friends. Go check us out on, <laughs> on Facebook. I got so, so excited bad. You lost his train of thought. <laughs> I did. That's how bad it is. I'm so excited for it. Um, but definitely, go on Facebook. Uh, we've all got our individual groups, but of course we've got the main hub, Giving Back, uh, my podcast network. And listen to everybody's shows, man. Everybody's putting out great material. We just uh, the, uh, every Everybody on the network put out a great Halloween episode, minus Pete and... Good beer, bad movie night. They had some technical issues, but we still love them. And uh, did that have anything to do with the game that you sent him? No, it did oh, not. Right. So yeah. It was. Yeah. It was not me. Yeah. It was yeah. not me. Yeah. Sabotage. If it was me, I, I would have. You know, Pete would have <laughs> let me know. But uh, no, it was not me. Uh, but they're fixing to put out a really good episode. I'm stoked about the next movie um, that they're fixing to put out. So go check everybody. Yeah. Join all the groups. Talk to us. We we love that. Um, and. Uh, now we're going to jump into the movie. So Godzilla vs. Kong, this came out, well, um, a few months ago, actually. Um, <laughs> yeah. So this, I mean, this is that fresh of a film. Uh, Godzilla vs. Kong, of well, course. This was the first movie I saw after they lifted COVID restrictions. It was like the first mo- major movie release. Yeah, because it was supposed to come out anyway. last year. Um, but, of course, yeah. COVID got pushed back. And um, it did phenomenal in the box office. Yes. Um, they actually, I mean, every news article you saw when Kong, there Kong came out, cause it came out, it was one of the first ones that came out with the dual releases that's happening now. So where you see it in theater or you can watch it lot, you know, stream it from home on like HBO max. Um, this was HBO max's first big thing that they did. And, uh, it did phenomenal both sides. It's actually the, the sixth highest grossing film of the year. Um, it had a, like 155 to $200 million. Uh, but it ended up grossing just box office numbers. Cause we still haven't figured out how to tally up the, the live stream numbers as far as money, but box office, this movie did $467 million. So super, super successful. I mean, people yeah. flooded back to the box office to see this. I know I went three times i know it went at least twice yeah to see this on the big yeah, screen tw- twice on here yeah once w- once with cindy and then once with rj i think yeah because yeah, we all I went, went twice. yeah because i know the day it came out i think i'm actually i think i watched it three times the day it came out i was so stoked for this um but i mean so we've all seen it a handful of times i, I think you're right because we did the quick didn't we do a quick review right after yes. yeah we, yes, saw yes, we did we did yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i remember that yeah. um so it came out and just did great. And all the news articles were like, Godzilla versus Kong saves the box office. I mean, it did. It brought people back to the movies. This movie, is, that's what it's going to be known for from now on, is this was the movie that brought people yeah. to the theater uh, for the theater experience. Um, so it did extremely well um, at the box office in on live stream or the streaming services. 
HBO reported in the first 17 days of it being on there, there was 5.6 million views of the movie. So it did phenomenal on HBO Max and is the second highest opening movie hot. It just barely got surpassed by Mortal Kombat, um, if I'm not mistaken. I think that's right. Um, but so anyway, so this movie um, was supposed to have come out in 2020, came out March of 2021, and this was the the tentative end to the MonsterVerse. So everything was has so far with Godzilla, Kong Skull Island, Godzilla King of the Monsters, um, has been t- leading up to this moment where we get, you know, the big climactic fight between Godzilla and Kong, the two biggest movesters of all time, um, without a doubt. Uh, this one was directed by Adam Wingard. Uh, of course, Michael Doherty directed the last film, but Michael Doherty helped write this movie. Uh, so he had a big part in this movie as well. Yeah. Um, but Adam Wingard, who's done Death Note, um, he did, was it Blair Witch Project? Did he do the new Blair Witch yes. Project? I think the new one. Yeah. The new one, yeah. And of course, he did You're Next, which is a phenomenal uh, horror movie. Um, so a good, really good director, a big Godzilla fan. He actually, like Michael Doherty, went back and watched like the entire yeah. library of Godzilla films before he started you know, shooting this movie. Um, and then we got a lot of familiar faces uh, that returned. You know, Millie Bobby Brown came back. Uh, Kyle Ch- uh, Chandler came back uh, for this movie. Um, you got some new faces. Alexander Skarsgård's in it. Rebecca Hall, Brian Tyree Henry, who's maybe arguably the best character in the movie. Um, then you've got, um, what's her name? Haley um, Atwell. Um, she plays um, a, a deaf girl in this movie. Um, mm-hmm. Phenomenal cast this time around i mean every time i think all the cast has been great so far yeah you, uh, you know what but, you know what you know what you're forgetting the most important of all characters in this movie who am i forgetting isa gonzalez that's who you're forgetting oh yes right she, <laughs> she, is, she is a matter of fact i will tell you my stomp rating and kaylee hot all the way was got extra points just because she's in this movie <laughs> Just feel because I, of that. I had okay. not even heard of, of her until this film. Like I saw her, and I was like, "Why do I know?" She looks familiar. Right there. Look, see, right there. There she Ruben's is. Ruben's got right wallpaper oh, on yeah. his iPad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, wow. But she was like, she's like a major Hispanic singer. Yeah. Right. She's got. Yeah. Yeah. She's been. She's done some stuff, and she's been around. And uh, well, I, as soon as I saw her, I'm like, oh. They're, my stop rating just went up. <laughs> <laughs> Extra point just for her. So Extra points, yeah. Um, but I want to correct. Uh, uh, Kaylee Hoddle is her name. Uh, she's a, actually yeah. a young deaf uh, actress. She plays Gia uh, in this movie, and she's kind of like Kong's best friend. Um, in, yeah. in, she's an Iwi native from Kong Skull Island. Um, so the movie's got a pretty simple premise. I mean, it picks up after yeah. the events of Godzilla King of the Monsters. Um, if you haven't read the tie-in books, Godzilla between King of the Monsters and now has kind of put all the Titans in their place. Um, but a major issue happened at Skull Island. Skull Island is now under a continuous torrential storm. Um, which has caused them to have to build uh, like a fake habitat for Kong. Um, and Kong knows yeah. he's in a fake habitat and he absolutely hates it. Um, but uh, so, but they, they, they don't know what to do because they know the thing that's kept Kong safe from Godzilla is the fact that he's on Skull Island. For whatever reason, Skull Island has kind of kept Godzilla and Kong separate. 
Um, and which is big because again, this kind of ties in with the graphic novels, but you get it from the first, you know, the end of the, of King of the Monsters. And they talk about it here of the ancient war that happened between the Kong species and the Godzilla species, um, in the, in the hollow earth. Um, so got, you know, Kong can't stay in this habitat anymore. They, they know this. Um, and, but they don't know what to do because of Godzilla's a problem. The moment he gets out of this habitat and off the island, Godzilla's going to come running for him. Well, while this is going on, Godzilla shows up out of nowhere after five years and attacks a facility in Pensacola, Florida, killing people um, because of this. And so Monarch's thrown in the flip of like, what's going on? Godzilla's now attacking mankind instead of protecting it. Um, and so they have to figure out why. So you have two camps of characters um, in this movie. Uh, you got Alexander Skarsgård, um, his uh, character, Dr. Nathan Lynn, who you find out him and his brother were big leaders as far as the hollow earth theory. His brother actually died trying to get into the hollow earth. Um, him and then um, Rebecca Hall's character, um, uh, Dr. Andrews, who is kind of Kong's overseer. She's, She's the main scientist for Monarch who studies Kong, and then her adopted daughter, Gia, who was an Iwi native, they're kind of like the pro-Kong team. So they're they're trying to get Kong to Hollow Earth. Um, then on the flip side, you've got Godzilla and his team, you know, Emma, or, um, Emma Russell, um, Kyle Chandler, or gosh, Millie Bobber Brown, uh, her character, um, <laughs> uh, she, and then um, the kid from Deadpool 2, I can never remember his name. Um, what is that kid's name? Um, he's in, he's in this. Anyways, he plays Josh, uh, J- Julian Dennison. Okay. He plays Josh. Uh, he's Millie Bobby Brown's, uh, best friend. Uh, and then of course the introduction of Brian Tyree Henry, who plays Bernie, who was a, who's like a conspiracy theorist podcaster who's working for a company called apex in this movie. And he believes <laughs> that apex is up to no good, uh, which he's absolutely right. So team Godzilla is of course Millie Bobby Brown, uh, Julian and then Byron, Brian Tyree Henry, and they're trying to find out what Apex is doing because they believe whatever Apex is up to is what's setting Godzilla off. Um, so they go to get gone, got, um, and Apex has reached out to Dr. Lin because they need power, a source of energy that can only be found in the hollow earth, which is the same energy that we find out pretty much runs Godzilla, you know, it energizes him. And uh, which is crazy because Godzilla's energy is the same energy that powers the planet. So at that moment, you're like, who's going to stand up to Godzilla? You know what I mean, when you just made this revelation. Um, so Apex has reached out to Dr. Lin to make it to Hollow Earth to find this energy source so that they can put mankind back on top as being the, ape- the apex of the planet. What they don't know is Apex is hiding a secret in their facilities. Um, but Dr. Lin signs up. They go to get Kong. They get Kong onto a ship and start heading to Antarctica, which is the main entrance that Monarchers found into um, the Hollow Earth. Of course, he's off the island. Godzilla knows, and the first battle pursues uh, or ensues at the ocean and at the ocean sequence, and it's phenomenal. Um, so. Kong loses that one, <laughs> you know, big time. They got to play dead in order for. I mean, but it's got you know, it's, it's at sea. How can Kong hold a chance against Godzilla? Um, but they play dead, and so Godzilla swims off, you know, thinking he's won, and uh, goes back. He's kind of just doing his thing, protecting the planet, just going place to place. They get uh, Kong to Hollow Earth, and as he gets in, goes into Hollow Earth, which is one of the most amazing things ever, and we'll talk about it. Um, he finds a temple at the source of the power. Um, that's coming that that powers the energy that powers hollow earth 
and he finds these this axe. There's a bunch of axes, and this is clearly where his species live. There's a massive throne that he sits on. Some really epically cool sequences here, um, and they find the energy source. And uh, the energy source actually powers these weapons, these these axes that the Kong species apparently had. And the axes are made from dorsal plates of a previous Godzilla or one of his species. Um, of course, now Ruben's um, heart in this movie, Isaac Gonzalez, who plays uh, <laughs> yeah. um, Simmons' daughter, Simmons, the guy who, who owns and runs Apex, she's down there and she sends the sample of the energy source back to her dad. And of course, at this point, you find out he needs the energy because he's built Mega Godzilla to take Godzilla down. Um, she sends it back to him, and of course, this pa- they power up Meg Godzilla. When this happens, of course, Godzilla again, like he does in the beginning of the movie. Uh, you find out they were powering up Meg Godzilla and testing things. That's what caused him to attack Pensacola, Florida. He turns around and heads straight to Hong Kong because he he knows something's up. There's another alpha predator that's trying to to take over. What we don't realize until we get into the Apex facility in Hong Kong is that it is being powered and controlled by the th- the head of Ghidra, the brain of Ghidra from the uh, head that Godzilla ripped off in King of the Monsters that Alan Jonah uh, got at the end in the the credit sequence. So Godzilla is recognizing Ghidra again. He realizes somehow Ghidra survived, and that's what he's after. And so he's instantly goes to Hong Kong to stop this. Um, When he gets to Hong Kong, of course, is when they've they've tested the energy, and uh, Godzilla realizes when when Kong in the Hollow Earth puts the axe down and charges up the temple he's in, that someone or something is messing with the power source down there. And in just awesome Godzilla fashion, blows a hole straight through the Earth (laughs) right to Hollow Earth. I mean, just like it's nothing. And uh, so Kong, while he's there, realizes what's happened. He shoots back up to the surface, and the final battle with Godzilla and Kong ensues, in, uh, or ensues there in Hong Kong. And it's epic on every freaking level possible. But Godzilla comes in on top, puts a hurting on Kong in this battle. Kong gets his chance. Yeah. He gets his time or two there. But yeah. Kong falls ultimately um, to Godzilla, Godzilla being the victor. And once Godzilla realizes Kong's down, he starts heading towards the Apex facility, and at this point, Apex has fired got Godzilla up uh, with the new energy from the Hollow Earth, which now allows it to run at 100%, because the problem they were having is they're going to run at like 40% without, it, 40, without yeah. it dying. But when this happens, Ghidra takes over full control of Godzilla, ends up killing Simmons, breaks out of the facility, starts destroying Hong Kong, and then Godzilla and Godzilla go straight head-to-head into a fight and it's a pretty brutal fight and it's very very yeah. very one-sided uh, much like every other mega godzilla fight there has been yeah he puts <laughs> yeah. a stomping on godzilla i mean slamming him from i mean grabbing him by his head and just going building the building just, oh yeah i mean uh, i mean wearing yeah. him out while this is happening gia and uh and lind and reg hulk's character they come back up from hollow earth on the uh what is this the dang it what are those vehicles called the, the heaves. heaves, yes, right. Yeah. Hollow heaves, Earth aerial heaves. vehicle, or whatever. <laughs> so they come yeah. up through the hole Godzilla's made, and they get they land next to Kong. Who come, and Kong is out. He's just his chest is ripped up, his arms ripped out of socket. He is beat to a pulp, and he is unconscious. Gia gets next to him and re- and feels the ground and and hears his heart slowing down. Kong's dying. Um, he is knocking on death's door at this point from fighting Godzilla. Well, they end up coming up with an idea to use the heave to kind of jumpstart Kong's heart again, a la 
you know, King Kong lives um, and Mm -hmm. brings him back. Boom. I mean, he's all kind of good to go. And Gia explains to him because they can talk to each other through sign language that Godzilla is not the enemy, that Mega Godzilla is the true enemy. Of course, Kong seems a little abrasive about this. It's like, no, because him, him and Godzilla's gone toe-to-toe <laughs> a few times. He just went behind him. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> but he realizes, you know, Gia tells her tells him it's the truth, and Kong realizes. <laughs> so right as Godzilla's about to kind of give the final blow to Godzilla, same Muto-style death. Like, he's got his mouth open. He's about to blow the fire down in his throat and kill Godzilla. Kong comes out of nowhere, joins the battle, and it's probably the most epic action-packed sequence ever. These two going toe-to-toe against Godzilla, they can't quite overcome him because he's so powerful. Because, I mean, it's, it's ultimately Godzilla and Ghidra in one. Um, and they they both keep getting their butts kicked, and then Kong grabs the axe, which is no longer powered up, and is trying to take Godzilla down. Can't quite do it. The, the, the axe isn't cutting, and Godzilla sees what's going on. So in a last-ditch effort, Godzilla blows his radioactive breath right at the axe, powers it up, and gives it the juice it needs to take Godzilla down. And Kong just dismembers <laughs> Godzilla in epic fashion. Oh, yeah. Rips his oh, head yeah. off, and it's all said and done. Kong immediately drops down to a building because he is freaking whooped. He is wore yeah. out after what he's gone through. And then Godzilla gets back up, and then they have one more eye-to-eye. Kong grabs the axe, and he's almost ready for round three. And uh, Godzilla looks at him. Kong realizes he drops the axe. They call a truce. Godzilla goes his way, and then the last thing you see is Kong now ruling dominant in Hollow Earth as the new king down there. So you got a king above, king below. Epic movie. Like like this movie is absolutely insane from the word go. And this one was made very differently than the first each, and that's what I love about the Monsterverse trilogy. Each one's extremely different. You know, I mean, the first one was very, very reminiscent of the original Godzilla as far as the format, yes. the story. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, they, he, you know, Gareth kind of really paid most homage to the original film in Godzilla 2014. Michael Doherty comes along with uh, King of the Monsters, and it is just an absolute Showa-era love letter film. Like, for yeah, every monster exactly fan what that it grew is. up, yeah. it, it is just pure heart in that movie, and you get everything you want out of, you know, the big four from Toho, um, on screen, renovated, and just a love letter to the Showa, to Godzilla vs. Kong, which is the two greatest monster movie monsters in movie cinema of all time, going toe-to-toe in what's arguably, you know, a monster movie version of, like, Die Hard or Lethal Weapon. You know, just a straight-up action movie. Oh, just yeah. Oh, yeah. Non-stop. Because, it, I mean, once it starts... It it doesn't. There's no slowdown to this film at all. Kind of like um, what was it? We, I, we just watched Venom Two. Um, how yeah. that was kind of like the one complaint about Venom Two is is you could have used another thirty minutes of that movie because it is so fast paced. Once it starts, boom, it goes. It's very fast paced. That's how Godzilla vs Kong is, and it is hands down, I think, the most action packed Godzilla film. I mean, of all time, uh, maybe the most action packed monster movie of all time. It is extremely action-packed it got a lot of praise from the critics it got a pretty good rating from rotten tomatoes metacritic gave it an a uh great or no cinema score gave it an a metacritic gave it like 80 percent but the biggest praise on the film was the special effects which are arguably the best special effects of the series um and the fight sequences everybody said the fight sequences were just a 10 all the way rightfully so um so let's jump into it man let's find out what we all liked about it ruben it's been a minute since you've gone first 
So let's let you run with uh, your thoughts on God vs. Kong. All right, man. Well, you know, this movie, to me, um, and there's nothing I didn't like about it. I loved everything about it. Um, it's it, you, you hit on it earlier. It's like the whole MonsterVerse Godzilla series with 2014, you know, uh, and and then you had the Godzilla King of the Monsters and then this one. Um, it was different on every one. You know, you had you you had 2014, which laid the foundation, basically. It's like Godzilla 54. Then you had, um, you know, King of the Monsters, which laid out the foundation. And then you had this one where you got, there was an anticipation to this leading, you know, it all led to this. Both of the movies before this one led to this one, to this uh, epic well, even, clash. Even Kong yeah. Skull Island. You know what I mean? You, oh, the, yeah. The, yeah. You, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I don't even, and I, the, yeah. the, 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 sorry to interrupt you there, but the, the credit nah, sequence nah. in Kong Skull Island is probably my favorite. Because I remember being in theaters and you see the cave paintings of Rodan and Ghidra, you know. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, oh, we know where we're coming or we're going to with King of the Monsters. But then yeah. right at the end, you hear Godzilla's roar in theater. I came yeah. unglued, dude. Yeah, and that's <laughs> and that's funny. That. That's that's the anticipation. All these films, as good as King of the Monsters was, it 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 just kind of laid the, you know it's kind of laid the path. Kind of you know it was a yellow brick road going to the Emerald City. Yeah. Um. So man, I just love this movie. I thought the story was great. The way they did it. Um. It made it made sense. The only thing that I still wrestle with is okay. How does Godzilla not know that he's there? You know, at first I thought, well, it was the enclosure. They built that enclosure, you know, because Godzilla's been around. You know, I know the uh, Skull Island was discovered. You know, Vietnam War era. You know, so you know, I always wrestle. Is it the storm? Does the storm protect Kong from? You know, was that storm that's always surrounding the island? Right. Yeah, surrounding island. Is that what it is? You know, and I, I think that's an homage to, to uh, you know, a, if you remember in King Kong seventy six, well, there was a fog around the island, right? Right. If you remember that, you know, and it was just a fog bank that never moved. And then in King Kong two thousand five, there was a storm that they had to go through to get to the island. So I always felt like that was an homage to, to the other Kong films that were done before this one. Um, along with Kyle Chandler showing up in two Kong yeah, films. Yeah. 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 And uh, so I, I always wrestle with that. It's like, okay, the, how did, how did Kong not show up in King of the Monsters? You know, every indication would be that he did. I mean, if Godzilla could find, you know, a skull of Ghidorah, <laughs> right, right? You know, from from all the way, you know, how could he not find Kong? You know, so I always wrestle with that. That's the only part I'm like, you know, I wish it would make make it more sense or at least explain. Well, why, I, I think they kind of go know? into it a little bit more in the novelization of King of the Monsters. Okay, do they? Because I know that in King of the okay. Monsters, the novel, um, which had more of the original idea in the novel from what made it the film, um, they do explain okay. why when. <clears throat> Godzilla roars at the end, um, and right. the monsters show up. Why Kong didn't show up, and it's because of the the war between the species. I mean, Kong knows this is I, I'm not answering the call. I am the one who will not answer the call. So they go into that there that there's that 
that rivalry between the Kongs and the Godzillas, they really kind of went into a little bit more in the book. And so they might have went into it a little more in the book. I haven't read the book. That's just what I know. You know well, I, and, I, and I looked at uh, they <clears throat> kept saying, well, if he leaves the island, Godzilla's coming. And so, yeah. which made so me think that Godzilla was fine as long as he's on the island. He's not doing any, anything. He's on the island. And, but the moment he leaves the island, then he's coming. That's why yeah. they kind of yeah. kept pushing there. <laughs> almost like the island was yeah, and, in prison for the yeah, Kongs. Yeah. I, I, I just can't reconcile that. That and the fact that he leaves the island and says, oh, we'll just avoid Godzilla. Well, we won't take where he hangs out. I'm like, well, but he's going to sense him right away. You know, you, you guys know that. And, uh, you know, I'm like, well, oh, well, you know, it's, it, it is what it is. But otherwise, other than that, I mean, I love the story. I love the, uh, you know, the story where Apex is trying to build Mechagodzilla. Um, that was great. Mechagodzilla's design was awesome. It oh, was I great. loved it. Um, yeah, it was a great design. Minus the hands. Um, my, the hands were my only complaint. But yeah, 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 you're right. Yeah, but, but man, but uh, I would have liked to have seen it a little bit more homage to the original one. Maybe some missiles shooting out of his, you know, out of his hands or something, you know, something back to the old Mechagodzilla. But it was good. I mean, it was it was an awesome design, and uh, seeing Kong full grown was awesome, because until I saw that, when I remember thinking, "There's no way Kong has a chance against Godzilla. It's just not going to happen. There is no way Kong wins any battle against Godzilla ever." You know, and then I saw him, and I'm like, "Dang, he's big and he's smart, <laughs> yeah. and you know, and and you know, he's kind of like he's a little bit more strategic." In, in, in it, in it. So I'm like, okay, so it's brain over bronze or brawn, brawn versus brains. Of course, when it came down to it, brawn won, you know, but uh, at the same time, Mechagodzilla does not get defeated by either one unless they work together. Yeah. So, right, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I mean, if, if it's not, if it's not for King Kong helping Godzilla, there's no way Godzilla wins that battle, battle against Mechagodzilla. I don't think he was just getting, Oh, he was whooped. just getting whooped. Yeah, he was. That was that was Rocky Four. That was Apollo Creed getting yeah. annihilated. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <Yes>. by Drago. <laughs> you know, I'm like, dang, that's Drago, dude. He's just humiliating a poor <laughs> Apollo Creed. Only thing missing was those starts, uh, red, white, and blue trunks yeah. on Godzilla. <laughs> Otherwise, yeah. I would have been in. <laughs> you know, so I'm like, man, and, and so. You know, I always thought, I said, you know, they're going to end up teaming up somehow, some way. There's no way they, they, you know, they end up enemies. And it worked out for the best. And I think the way they did it worked out. They had a common enemy. Yeah, and, and it I, worked out. And I don't think, I think Wingard and, and Mark and all them, you know, and Mike Doherty, who wrote this, they knew that. I mean, like, you had to answer the, ult- I, mean, I mean, it's been, what, 60 years almost of a debate right. of who won originally, Kong or yeah. Godzilla. Right. I mean, yeah. so you had to get that answer. That was the number one thing about the movie is you have to finally answer who is the top monster. Right. And they did that, but then they knew you you got to have them work together. You can't not put yeah. the two greatest monsters of all time, oh, yeah. time yeah. and not yeah. have them team up. Yes. People were screaming for it, screaming for it before the movie yeah. ever went into production. So, so, so you got a definite... I, in my opinion, now there might be some King Team Kong people out there to think it was the other way around, but I think you got a definite winner of the two, 
in Godzilla. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. there's the whole sequence. You know? I mean, one Kong's dying. He's literally yeah. dying. Yeah. Like there's dying. But yeah. when, and that's what I use as a reference. Yeah. Well, I mean, and when Kong goes yeah. down after the fight, there's. I mean, it. They make it at a point. It's a pretty epic shot, aerial shot, zooming out. The music score fits. This is the end. This is. I mean, they yeah. let you know it's over. Kong just lost. He is not. You know, the Godzilla is yeah. the true king. Um, sorry. Go ahead. Well, well, I had Team Kong yeah. in my. It's in it, Team Kong's in my house, and so uh, yeah, you know, yeah. I I did have yeah. to deal with it. <laughs> well, yeah, he was close to death, but he didn't die. He was close, but he came back and rescued Godzilla. I had to hear all that. I had oh, to hear it all. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, and, you know, and that's all true. But when if, if you know, all being said, one on one. Oh yeah, that's yeah. what happened. You know, yeah, it, it, if it twice. wasn't for the heave. If it wasn't for the heave, Godzilla, uh, King Kong does not get up. True, and right. yeah, and, but and, if it wasn't for King Kong, Godzilla gets Apollo right. Creed. But at the same token, yeah. if it wasn't for Godzilla charging the axe, Kong would have been done for. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah I mean, they right. really, they yeah, really right. couldn't have. It really did. They did a great job of balancing all that, giving you a winner, but also working it out where both. Both get to be the hero. Yes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, so Team Kong, reason. Team Kong can can debate all they want. King Godzilla can go debate all they want, and and it works out great. So I liked it the way they did it. Um, I liked the way they did it. I thought the special effects were out of this world. Um, as far as action goes, I'm I'm still give it to King of the Monsters. As far as action, you mentioned that this one had more action. I think, and I don't know. This one was a shorter movie and had more action compacted into it. So thinking out loud, you're right. This one had more action because King of the Monsters was kind of spread out. Yeah, but, but I think King yeah, of the Monsters yeah. had more, um, more of that epic battle versus yeah. action movie sequences. Yeah, you know what I mean, like, like uh, th- yeah, this this one's more of a like I said, this has got more action. It's like a boxing or a wrestling match type deal. Yeah. You had the two, you know, this this is I said Apollo Creed. This is. Andre the Giant versus Hulk Hogan, if anybody remembers yeah. WrestleMania. Oh, dude, loved it. That was you my know, first WrestleMania you know. match <laughs> yeah. ever watched. Yeah. that one? You know, this was like the ultimate, you know, the immovable object meets the uh, immovable force, I think. Yeah. What is it? Ah, something like that. I oh, man, it's like in the moment that Kong brings the axe down. That's a great analogy. Yeah. The moment Kong yeah, brings the axe down on Godzilla is the moment where Hulk picked up Andre. I mean, you remember and does the yeah, slam? Yeah, that's like, right. That's oh, yeah. that moment, man. That is the perfect that's analogy for exactly. this is 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 Hulk versus Andre. Yeah, I mean, that one, I remember, but that was a huge deal. So that's that's why I compare it to, you know, and I know you got regular listeners in the show know I'm a big wrestling fan, so I, you know, I always pull out a wrestling analogy here and there. But that's what this was. This was the two greatest uh, monsters of all time facing off with each other. And uh, so I, I loved it. I loved all the little <laughs> Easter eggs. Um, you know, even the little one, the uh, I, I, Kong putting his shoulder, you know, his shoulder, he's got a separated shoulder. Yeah. yeah. And he pops it into pace, you know, like uh, Martin Riggs and Lethal Weapon. Oh, oh dude, yeah. that oh, was yeah. a straight this? up Easter yeah. egg. Because oh, yeah. Wingard, yeah. that's one of my favorite sequences. Wingard, that's his favorite movie of all time is the first Lethal Weapon. Yeah. And so he put yeah. that in there on purpose, and it was epic. Oh yeah, like and it worked. It was. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it I remember that because it seems like Godzilla even made the same face that Martin Riggs <laughs> did when he did it. You know, he kind of like, man, I'm I'm moving around like everybody can see me, but uh, <laughs> we can see movie, you. Really. I remember he did it. He's like, oh, he just kind of just slams up against the wall. 
King Kong just slams up against the building and says, okay, I'm ready to go. He knocks it back in the socket, then he picks his arm up and that boxing stanch and that look on his face. And he's like, yeah, it's time to get on get this on. It's time to get it on. And I'm like, man, this is just so there was just so many, so many good. It, this took this movie took everything that that we love, action movies, monster movies, uh, me wrestling, you know, and just threw it all in together and then threw it in a movie. And, and it and it blended perfectly, it made the perfect uh uh, margarita down here in texas perfect <laughs> margarita <laughs> you know uh, it was just so great and and all these little there weren't as many easter eggs in this one as there was maybe in king of the monsters but there was still a whole lot you know from from kong being ultimately transported via uh helicopters like it was a helicopter yeah, yeah via yeah, helicopters that, over you know just like the original yep. Congress, right straight back to the original you know so even that was was great um you know, it, it, and I wrestle with the fact that that under that that water fight that water fight sequence was so good. It almost, I mean, that final battle was you can't beat it. But I don't know, you know, there's the best battle, and then there's what's your favorite battle, and and boy, that battle at sea was pretty darn good. I really liked it a lot. Oh, I did too. Um, you know, I really liked it a lot. But that you can't beat that final sequence. That final sequence with 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 Mecha Godzilla and, and all that. And there was actually another Easter egg there. I don't know if you did. You notice the logo for the uh, for that pod, that guy's podcast? No. Did you ever? It's 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 one eye like the uh, Godzilla '98 logo. That they oh use. yes, it's, okay, okay. It's a triangle okay, yep. and it's got yeah. one little eye and it's even tilted that yep, way. I noticed like, hey, that. that looks kind of. It's kind of far fetched. I don't even know if it's really an Easter egg. I just saw it. And I'm like, you know, that kind of looks like it. And uh, but there, I mean, soundtrack was great. Um, you know, the only negatives I found is like, I, I told you, I couldn't reconcile that little thing about, about Godzilla, not knowing Kong was there. Mark's idea is great. Uh, what he just said, it's like, well, maybe Godzilla knows he's there, but as long as he minds his own business, I'll mind my own business. Well, and yeah. if you go yeah. type into, exactly. And for those of you who yeah. just watch the movies, don't get deep into the, um, the lore of it as you know, me or some other listeners or fans do, they go much deeper into this in the graphic novels um, that Legendary has been releasing. And when it comes to... I might to, have to take a look at that. Oh, yeah, I might have to go look and see they that. They yeah. are amazing. All of them The Godzilla one's awesome because it's literally just Godzilla going from Titan to Titan to Titan to Titan, just whooping everyone's rear end and saying, oh. remember your place, you know. Um, but the Kong one's especially good. But they do tie into a lot about the war. And the war ended ultimately with Godzilla's father, uh, who's called Dagon. Um, the spines that you see in the axes came from him. Um, uh, oh. um, uh, but yeah, yeah, if I'm mistaken. But he stopped. So he I guess Kong's. Did he stop the war or did he Dagon get defeated? Did. No, no. Dagon stopped the war. He won. Um, okay. Yeah, because Dagon is who oh. you end up finding okay. in the original Godzilla or Godzilla 2014, the first one, that's supposed to be him that the Mutos ended up killing um, with, the, with the eggs. That's Dagon. Um, but with a war, Dagon put the end to it. But the way that they shape it up and the, and the way that the, it's supposed to be is, is the actual, the Kongs were actually the bad guys in the story, in the MonsterVerse lore. Yeah. They were, um, I mean, they were kind of, they were the bad guys. They were dominion over everybody in their hollow earth and they were mistreating Titans and all kinds of other things which caused the war 
to happen in the first place. And the Godzillas who Godzilla has, as they've always said in this in the MonsterVerse lore, that's Dr. Zarazawa said, when you know nature's gonna put something to check, um, Godzilla's the one who puts brings balance back. And he always has been. The Godzilla's that's their species has always been that balance balance for the planet and the kongs were taking it out of balance so the godzillas had to step up and go no 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 we're putting you back into place and that's what happened so mark's idea i think yeah makes sense is if it wasn't the storm you were they were okay to because you you see within in this movie where godzilla and kong fight where multiple times godzilla's like dude if you back off submit I let you live. Yeah. You know, and it's yeah. kind of what happened there is, is they let the Kongs stay there because they removed the Kongs from the hollow earth. That's why they were on skull Island. But if you stay there, all's, all's yeah. good. good. You know I mean, but you, yeah, you step you off the I'm Island. Coming. I'm coming. Crap's hitting yeah, the fan. Yeah. yeah. We're going to go, yeah. we're going to do this again. Yep. Oh. Which they definitely <laughs> did. <laughs> but, it, you know, yeah. and then, then in the end, you know, he looks at him and then they, they have that mutual agreement. Yeah. You know, and I think that's, that's yeah. the big thing is. is well, is, I think it's the realization is, is, is you could look at it one way that, you know, okay. Kong submitted. I don't see Kong submitting so much as saying, okay, I've had enough. Yeah. Can we call a truce? And Godzilla allows that truce to happen. Yeah. Um, because especially the fight with Godzilla or with Meg Godzilla, I think Godzilla, who's very intelligent, and you find out throughout this whole series, he's not just pure instinct. He is an extremely intelligent being. Realizes this Kong is different than the pre the, his predecessors. Yeah, the previous. Yeah. right. Yeah, right. And so, yeah, that 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 would be a. I'd buy I'd buy that theory. It very you know I think that's that's probably what was you know a deal was made. Yeah. <clears throat> you know yeah. this is this is what we'll do, but. But, but, you know, in conclusion, I mean, I just, you know, I just love this film. Um, I gave it a pretty high stomp rating, even though I was Switzerland on this one. <laughs> um, and and some of that stomp rating was because of Miss Gonzalez. She just, uh, <laughs> boy, I bet you what, she just, she got my Texas, she put some of that butter on my Texas toast. That's all I know. <laughs> uh, oh, that's good. That's so good. I'll pass it on to one of you guys next. Mark. All right. Um man great great movie i mean uh, everything that it was built up to uh even without the covid uh was there i mean maybe that's us us godzilla fans we're just looking at and we're thinking yeah this is this is it we we keep waiting and yeah. keep waiting and keep waiting and finally it's here because you know the first time around when when uh toho did it back in the 60s late 60s 62 62 you know enjoyed it no clear winner you, you still oh, was not you, at all. you was still yeah. without that who's the king who's the best and uh, yeah. and it works all the way up through to now and um and you get that definite clear winner but yet you yeah. you're still excited you're still pumped up because yeah. you know by the time the movie gets done you're happy. You're happy for the result. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, and yeah. and you walk out and you're just pumped up. You're ready to, you know, you're ready to scream and do whatever. Turn around and but, watch it again uh, oh, and again yeah. and, and again. again and again. And I and I watched it again this morning. And um, I think the the action was great. Yep, yeah, maybe even better than King of the Monsters. 
King of the Monsters is still on top for me as, as the best. But it's still, this one runs a close second um, because you, uh, you're getting to know the characters. You're getting to know uh, everything that's going on. Nice shirt. Going, what the heck just happened uh, <laughs> we zoom meeting these so we can see ruben i needed to yeah you know i got one of those mark chairs yeah. i got one of those mark chairs and i needed to stand up out of left field ruben stands up and he's got a venom shirt on and, and believe it or not it, it glows in the dark yeah. i got one just like yeah, that it's yeah, an it awesome glows, shirt uh, all right, my bad the dark, yeah. so <laughs> sorry Ru- about that. ruben's rocking a venom shirt for those listening and mark just saw it yeah. like, hey. so, uh, i mean it, it, the overall the movie is everything about the movie is great everything about I, I didn't have any faults at all in it um with all the human characters uh, everything they're yeah. going through all this that's going on uh kept what non-action parts in just kept you intrigued and in it. Which there wasn't very much. There wasn't, you know, it's funny that, you know, the gaps were very short. There was yeah. Kong or Godzilla in, in a lot of scenes or Mutos. You had the yeah. skull crawlers. Yep. I mean, uh, I'm sorry. It was great crawlers, to see those guys come back. Movie. Yes. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it was, so it was good. Without a doubt. Just, um, just a great movie and lived up to everything that it was talked about. Um, and uh, uh, no negatives whatsoever with me. And, and you'll see with the stomp ratings, um, I was there. I was glued, yep. and, you know, and uh, went to the movies, seen it. HBO Max, I've seen it and seen it. And seen <laughs> right. it. It's on the play. Yeah, just everywhere. We're, uh, you know, and I just keep watching it because it's, it's fantastic. Uh, I'm an all thumbs up, and I'm going to give it to you. Man, I, I love this movie. Love this movie. It doesn't quite hit the mark for me that King of the Monsters did. Um, yeah. I, I will say this. When it comes to why you're going to see this movie, Godzilla versus Kong, it, this movie knocks it out of the freaking park. I don't know that they could have gotten those sequences any better. Any better. Oh, no. They did a phenomenal... It, it was... Oh, yeah. They did a yeah, phenomenal perfection. job putting... I mean, putting Kong as a more relatable character, especially with Gia. I mean, just even the way Kong acted. He's older. He, you know, I mean, much wiser. But, I mean, even little things like he wakes up in the beginning of the movie, um, first thing in the morning, yawns and scratches his freaking rear. Like, that was just great yeah. to me. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, that just puts a, I mean, it gives a lot of personality to Kong. And you need that for Kong because Godzilla, you can only give so much personality to. Um, yeah. So you, you definitely needed that. So I'm glad that they did that with him. As far as how they handled each other, I mean, fighting each other, the fights were epic. But, I mean, even Kong on his own, when he's in Hollow Earth, fights the Nazuki, those Warbat, you know, mm-hmm. new things, does a great job uh, at the, in that sequence. And that was a great little quick little fight um, that we got. So, I mean, the monster action's phenomenal. Even Doug, there's this little lizard in Hollow Earth that you see eating these little Destroya-esque <laughs> crabs. Um, and yeah. the fan base has dubbed him Doug, and uh, now everyone wants, Doug. A, wants a Doug movie. Um, he does. He just looks like a, uh, you know, it almost looks like it could be a, a, an offspring or an offshoot of a Godzilla species. But uh, they handled the monsters phenomenal. The fight sequence, of course, I'm Team Godzilla. You know, I understand you got to give Kong his due where yeah. he, he needs yeah. it. 
um, which you get definitely in the second battle. I mean, his intelligence shows in the first battle in the ocean for sure. Yeah, but yeah, you're he's one. He's fighting against Godzilla. It doesn't matter where. That's a tough yeah. fight, but you're fighting him. Well, in his I, territory. I think the movie did a good job of making him a formidable, a formidable opponent. Yeah, you at, you walk away from this yeah. movie going, okay, Godzilla's it. He's the winner. He's the alpha. He's the yeah. true alpha. But his right hand man without question yeah. is going to be Kong. You know I mean? I, I, if you bring in another, the next monster verse movie, um, and it's a, just a, a solo Kong film and Kong has to go up against some of these other Titans, whether it's behemoth, Bahumut, whoever, I honestly don't see them holding a candle to him. I mean, Kong no. in this movie, I mean, even though he lost to Godzilla staple, the fact that, He's he's a king for a reason. I mean, if if I think if he would have been in King of the Monsters, that would have been a quick fight. I mean, like if Godzilla yeah. and Ghidorah and or Godzilla and Kong were fighting against Ghidorah, that'd have been a totally yeah. different outcome. I mean, I don't even think. That, I mean, and you know what? I'm still holding out for Mecha King Ghidorah. Oh, I mean, there's still so another bad. there's still another head out there somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Um, um. You know, so there's still another Ghidorah head out there. They got the one. If I'm not mistaken, that was the one that was ripped off first. And King of the Monsters that ended up underwater. Is that the one they recovered? Yes, that's the one they recovered. Right. Yeah. So that's the one. And there's another one out there, correct? No, I don't think so. Godzilla blew that. Another one? No, I Godzilla blew that last one. I swore there was away. another one. So, no, just the one. Just the okay. one. Okay. I'm sorry right, to shoot so. down your Mega King of the right. Dreams. I'm sorry. Man, <laughs> you're, so you just sorry. shot it all down. I thought <laughs> yeah, there was a second head. I could have swore I, I read somewhere there was a second head out there. <laughs> my, my and I'm bad, like, really? well, they, my bad. And, th and this one and this one is still out there too. I mean, it's just a skull, though. You know, eh, you know, it's just a, it doesn't doesn't make any sense. But I can wish for it. Wish, want wish we'll think it's a good thing. Yeah. So, yeah, but I mean, right. so I, we can use the nano metal from that. Lame Mecha Godzilla <laughs> anime. anime. Oh, yeah, yeah, there you go. Just bring that in there. Uh, yeah. But I think they handled both monsters phenomenally well. I mean, Godzilla, uh, I mean, he, he, well, go back to Kong real quick because I am pro Godzilla, but I want to, I want to give Kong his due. The, he is yeah. super smart. He can think on the fly. Um, you know, especially when it comes to the battle. I mean, the last yeah. last moment choices he can make can alter where he's at. You know, I mean, you see it in the Hong Kong fight sequence after the the big hit with the axe that kind of blows them both back. And I think Nathan Lin's character or Alex Garzard's character, Nathan Lin says, looks like round two goes to Kong. Um, Godzilla gets up and he's looking for Kong. Well, Kong is climbing on top of one of the uh, skyscrapers and he's got a crane in his hand like one of those construction cranes, and he uses it as a distraction. He throws it behind yeah. Godzilla, gets Godzilla to turn, and then jumps. So, I mean, like, his his strategy is awesome. Unfortunately, yeah. it's just not enough to yeah. go against the raw talent and experience and brutality that Godzilla is because Godzilla just rips him to freaking shreds right there at the end. Um, so, I mean, they're both phenomenal in this movie. I love both of the monsters. Um, I think you have some of the best fights of any monster movie ever but there's just so many epic moments as a fan that you're just like dude this was you know, I mean yeah in the in the ocean yeah. fight when Godzilla's under the boat and he's fixing to light it on fire and Kong realizes and he jumps that shot of him jumping off that ship with Godzilla's ray coming up behind him was yeah. epic oh, yeah. man was just oh, like yeah. whoa <laughs> um 
But I mean, there's other moments too. I mean, the moment where Kong first communicates, or you see Kong communicate with Gia on the ship, and he signs yeah, right. home. You're just like, yeah. that was just a jaw dropping moment. You just realize how intelligent Kong is, and that was yeah. amazing. Down to the, I mean, you know, the there's shots on the ocean sequence of Godzilla that's straight up Jaws. Like with his spines mm-hmm. coming through, you're like, dude, it looks amazing. The graphics are this is probably some of the best graphics I've ever seen on film for CGI. I, I would agree with that. Yeah. Um, the colors are phenomenal. Uh, but then you got that moment there. Um, I mean, just gr- that fight scene. You know, he takes the axe and hits Godzilla right in the leg, and Godzilla just throws him off into the into the water, and then grabs that axe and rips it out of his leg like it's nothing. I mean, it's brutal. This every fight is brutal. But then you get that moment where he finally beats Kong. He's ripped his chest to shreds, stomped his chest down, and looks at him in the eye, in the face and then roars. And Kong roars back. That is that may be yeah. the best Godzilla scene of all time, <laughs> of all movies. Like that moment yeah. where oh, they're yeah. roaring is just like, oh my gosh. Um but then down to just they the Mega Godzilla fight is unreal because yeah, you want Godzilla I want Godzilla to win, but that's the way it goes with me, Godzilla. Godzilla freaking puts a whooping on Godzilla because he's supposed to be his superior, always has been. 74, 75, 92, 2002, 2003. Godzilla is the superior. He's supposed to be. And it all yeah. he always ends up overtaking Godzilla. And Godzilla wins by the assistance of somebody. Um, it's just the way it's been. King Cesar or, you know, the humans, you know, stopping Titanosaurus so Godzilla can take my Godzilla down, uh, yeah. you know, to Rodan, give him a, a reboot of it, reduce of energy in 92. You know, that's just the way that it works. And it was brutal. That's the I think it's probably the first time on scene. Well, no, I mean, the 74 my Godzilla, he put a serious yeah. whooping on him. <laughs> But he, he drew blood. I mean, it was oh, it was bloodier. The seventy four was bloodier oh, yeah. than this one. That was yeah. that, that. The second one, Godzilla, was hands down the bloodiest Godzilla film ever, ever. The amount of yeah. blood in it. Um, but I mean, this one, he just it, it was just like there was just no hope. I mean, he was just brutally tearing Godzilla apart. And then you get the epic shot of them from again throwback to the ninety two Godzilla, where you see them blow their atomic rays at each other. Like yeah, that yeah. was just absolutely epic too, um, and but then Kong showing up at the right moment, man. Then you see them both got Godzilla one arm with each one of them, you know, and they shove him through a building. They're giving it as all they're all, and uh, that's just an absolute epic uh, fight, and all in itself down to the destruction of Godzilla is just it's the, there is no qualms with me for the the monsters in this movie or the fight sequences, absolutely amazing. My only qualms. Does does come with the human characters, which I know we don't usually watch these movies for that, but yeah, <laughs> you know, I did have a few issues, which is it's still got a really it's still got a high rating from me, but <clears throat> where it faltered was the human characters, a few of them, not all of them, uh, because Brian Henry, who plays Bernie, was the he may be my favorite character in the MonsterVerse period. <laughs> he is absolutely spot on perfect. Um, my issues was honestly with. Um, I, I I had a hard time with Skarsgård as Nathan Lynn. Like, I just couldn't – I mean, he was Tarzan. I freaking love Skarsgård. Like, his Tarzan movie yeah. is – Now that – you can't do that. Well, I know I can't compare yeah. it to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, I mean, even when he first showed on the scene, you know, in True Blood. I mean, he's phenomenal in True Blood. Everything I've seen him do, he's great, and I can I can believe him in the role, and I can tie into the character. But for some reason – 
I just he just felt like a throwaway character in this movie. You know what I mean? I, I know what you're saying. I know yeah. what you're saying. It's funny. It's 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 not that there was anything wrong with him. I think it's just the way he was written. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Because you I mean, know, uh, he just felt like he just he's the tie to Hollow Earth. You know what I mean, but he's a, yeah. he's a big character in the movie, but he never rose above that. You know but, what I mean? But don't don't you think in all three yeah. movies they've done that with they've done that with characters, but not the major characters. You know what I mean? Like you look at yeah. the King of the Monsters. Um, we'll go back to the first movie. You know, and uh, what's his name, Brian? Well, that was every yeah. movie's had their yeah. mistake. Yeah. And the first one's mistake was yeah. killing Brian you know, Cranston. But I mean. Yeah, but I mean, Brian Cranston, so, hands down, is the greatest character, human character in the entire trilogy, minus Sarazawa, who we lost in King of the yeah, Monsters. Right, right. And speaking of Sarazawa, so Nathan Lind, I just, I, I felt like they could have done more or something because I just had an issue with the character. Would, do you do you have someone in, in mind who to it would do better? Well, I don't know that so I much. Mean, I mean, maybe. You know, I mean, the, I don't know if you do or not. I'm just I might be putting you on the spot. You know, but, maybe uh, not so much of because uh, we don't the, put people the, on the spot. Yeah, here, yeah, so. yeah, we don't do that. Anymore. Yeah, <laughs> maybe not so much the actor as this maybe is the writing of the character, but that character just with the history, his brother dying, yeah. the ties with Simmons. Simmons is an older guy. I probably could have used an older actor, a little bit older of an actor. You know, it role. would have been nice to see uh, to see a flashback of that. You know, at the beginning of a movie or something. Yeah, you know, of his brother's where, you know, death. Where, like where, that, where his brother dies yeah, or whatever. That would have you know, brought me um, more been, to that character, definitely. Yeah, so. Because I thought about that. I said, well, you know, they talk about it, but it should have been nice, you know, how they show, like, maybe they can go back to the very beginning, you know, instead of uh, Cold Shot Kong, you know, uh, they do that first. A little and more then intro they lead into the, the Yeah, a little bit more intro. And that would have brought more with Nathan, Nathan's yeah. character, I think. Because, I mean, when you first introduce him, he's kind of moping in his office, you know, yeah. at the school he teaches at. Yeah. So, so I, I had issues with that character. Gia was phenomenal. Like, oh, yeah. Yes. I mean, equally stole the show as much. I mean, I love Millie Bobby Brown, and I love Kyle Chandler in these films, but... I really didn't care about them because of Gia. Yeah, they, they were minor in yeah, this I mean, one. They were minor Gia characters and Bernie in this one. Gia and stole yeah. the show. Um, but the the only major issue, and this was a big, big check for me, because I feel like this was an, a severe opportunity or a major opportunity severely missed, and that's Ray Sayers of Sarazawa, the character who pilots Meg Godzilla yeah. and the Ghidorah Brain. Mm-hmm. For those who don't know, that's Sarazawa's son. Okay. Yeah. And there's, there's, they filmed like three hours of footage for this movie. And we got like a little over, you know, we got under a two hour runtime. Right under two hours. You know, why did they not include the stuff with Ray? Exactly. You know, like, why is he piloting Mega Godzilla and agreeing to do this? Well, because his dad's dead because of Godzilla. Godzilla. That is a human character that should have been leading you because you got the team Godzilla character which is gia all the way and you and you'll land in them but gia carries team godzilla you've got uh, while yes millie bobby brown is team godzilla uh, i'm sorry gia's team kong millie yeah. bobby brown's team godzilla but that, that's really brian henry you know, i mean bernie is really the new yeah. team godzilla leader sarah Zawa should have been the team meg godzilla character carrying that all the way it should not have been simmons right yeah. i mean right. like that vendetta. and it's funny we we know we know we know his past, you know, looking like what's that Sarazawa's son. It's got to be, yeah. got to be something like that. But they never, they never 
talk about it. Yeah. It's kind of like put you, it, you, 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 you leave it to assume. You just leave it for people to assume who he is. Yeah, because you get that moment. A lot of people don't do that. No. You know, they wouldn't be able to like, do that. If yeah. you pay attention, you'll you'll get hints out of it. At it because if you if then the Pensacola scene when Godzilla shows up and Simmons is about to take off in the helicopter and Sarazawa is staring at Godzilla the look on his face there's that look of hatred oh, you yeah. know it's like yeah what's going and that's it that is all you get yeah that's all you get and then he yeah. turns and gets on the helicopter and, and, and they're gone. yeah you know so I mean that to me was uh, that was such a majorly positive yeah. thing that should have been it was a dis yeah it was a dis they did us a disservice with that yeah you're so, right I mean, that was that was you my know, big issue with the human human characters you know and it could be fixed like like we just said like with his brother i mean we could have fixed it with a with a flashback and we could have fixed it with you know how many years later is this after king of the monsters five Do years exactly five years we could have shown him as a you know as a teenager you know where they show up and tell his family that that he passed away you know, yeah. or even like uh, that scene where in Pensacola where he's staring at Godzilla, you get mental flashbacks. Yeah, of, yeah, a of, mental flashback right of there. Of him and his exactly. father. You know yeah, what I mean? that that scene. Go back to that scene where Sarazawa and it blows up the nuke. You know, and then a quick right. shot of him at his father's grave. You know, I mean, something like that. Yeah, yeah. that would have been enough. Yeah. Oh yeah, that would have yeah, been perfect that right that there. That would have set it up. Um, so I mean, that was my you know my only real major complaint in the movie was just those two characters, but that the Sarazawa character again was such a huge opportunity missed that I, yeah, I mean, missed, it, it yeah. was, it was difficult for me. Um, I think it's, I think it's worth a, a little subtraction there for yeah. it. And yeah, then I, I think so. And then for me, even though it wasn't bad, the soundtrack just didn't do it for me. hundred percent. I mean, go, coming off the rails of King of the monsters, which was just, Oh yeah. You can't compare the two. No, you can't, you can't no. at all. <laughs> um, did the soundtrack not fit? I mean, no, it fit for a Wingard film. If you go watch anything Adams, you know, the Soundguard soundtrack really fit, especially for his fight sequences. But there was just none of that epicness. You know, I mean, it doesn't have to be the same Godzilla yeah. theme because, I mean, you go back to 2014, the soundtrack for 2014 was phenomenal as well. I mean, my yeah. my re-edit, personal re-edit of Godzilla 1985, I've got three three tracks from the 2014 film in it. You know what I mean? Like I used it because it was it's that good. That good. I just felt it. This one lacked in that in the sound department, like the first two. So I mean, those were my only two yeah. complaints, really. Mainly Sarazawa, and then the soundtrack. But other than that, oh my gosh, you could yeah. not have asked for anything better out of these two fight. You could not have asked for any better action. Um, it just it's intense. It is a roller coaster that it's the beast from King. Uh, King's yeah. Island. You know I mean, it's one of those oh, road yeah. coasters that it starts, it does not stop till the ride's over. Exactly. Like it's just yeah. Yeah. boom, hold on, or you're getting whiplash. Yeah. So I I thought it was great. Um, yeah, I mean, I love the movie. It's it's, I mean, it's super good. I don't know. Again, I've we've seen this. I've seen this. I don't know, maybe seven times. Don't know yet if it's going to break my top five for Godzilla films, but it probably will. Just for the sheer fact of the action alone. If I can just get over the yeah. acting and the sound you know the characters and the sound I, I think it will make it for sure so all right it's stomp down rating time okay guys so as a whole this guy i mean we gave the last film all the same numbers that we did. Yes. But this one. Five. We, we gave it a straight five. Yeah, yeah. Five across the board. This one varied a little bit. Overall, four and a half stomps 
from the crew for this one, but we all did a little bit different. I came with the low end. Yeah. Mark came with the high. Ruben Switzerland it right in the middle. So I gave yeah, it four. Yeah, I Switzerland right in. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and I'm going to tell you, I gave it four and a half, and it, that half was for, for uh, ease. <laughs> yeah, so, that's, that's what that half that yeah. was. I'm sorry. You know, <laughs> she just <laughs> should have been four was for me. Like, man. <laughs> and uh, so, but, but I, now I'm going to pose a question to you guys. Now that we've done with the stomp ratings, we're done with all the Godzilla movies. Just here in the MonsterVerse, not which one's the best, but which one's your favorite MonsterVerse movie? King of the Monsters. Skull Island. King of the Monsters. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And which Same Skull Island is mean, still great, by the way. I know. And, and you know what? That's I was about to say, man. Skull Island and King of the Monsters for me fight it out. So I'm going to say King, uh, Skull Island. That's my yeah. favorite. Wow. Is Skull it Island. the best? Well, but I think Skull Island, I enjoy is. that. Did he just admit to being Team the, Kong? That sounds like Team that's Kong That's Team me. Kong. Yeah, that's, that's a Team Kong, Kong right there. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> it was more like Team Brie Larson, but that's, <laughs> that's, 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 that's not mine. That's going. It's got to have something to do with Brie. It's got to be something with her. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's what wait, it wait, wait a minute. And you got Samuel L. Jackson. Come on, man. Come on. You got. I mean, that. That you have Loki, and you have uh, you know you got you got Dan's in it, you know yeah. John Goodman. Yeah, I mean, come on, man, you got all you got an all star cast there, you know. Uh, I mean, so Kong Skull Island was great. I mean, I would put, I mean, King of the Monsters is hands down my favorite, and I put it, I think it's the best. And then next would actually be a tie between because I wouldn't be able to figure out. I don't know. I would lean. I don't know. It's tough. It would be hard to fight out Godzilla vs. Kong and Skull Island. I would honestly put yeah. 2014 at the bottom of the run. Yeah, you know, if you're comparing them all, and it's not to say that they're not, they're all no, great. yeah, they're all amazing. I'm just, I'm just saying, I got all four lined up, and which one, which one is my, my, you know, which one do I feel like watching more often? And 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 I, King of the Monsters is great to watch, but maybe the burnout comes because it's on TV all the time. King of the Monsters, where Skull Island isn't. So that might be what it is, but Skull Island, I really enjoy. Mark, what about you? I, I, oh, I'm, I'm, I am straight uh, King of the Monsters, Godzilla versus Kong, Skull Island, and then 2014. And, then, and that might be the that's list I go with. Yeah, I mean that's, that's tough. That's exactly Between, where I'm yeah, at. Yeah, on. yeah. yeah. It's it's yeah because I, I would do I would do like, like you said 2014 on the bottom, and that that's and, not saying anything bad. But I would no put no, and I think Skull the reason I would put 2014 on the bottom really would. It would all boil down honestly for that film to Aaron Taylor Johnson. Um, yeah. You know, that whole second half. While the fight sequences were great, he just, the death of Brian Cranston to me was too detrimental to that film. <laughs> uh, and Aaron Tyler Johnson, who, while I like him in other roles, he was great in Kick Ass. He's phenomenal in Avengers Age of Ultron as Quicksilver. He's got his roles that are good. He just was not strong enough to carry that film. He just, he just really wasn't. Yeah. Um, he wasn't the caliber. I mean, he, not that he's not a great. He just couldn't. He, he he's not strong. Brian Canst, yeah. Cranston caliber, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I would. Yeah, yeah. I would. I would. I would leave with Mark's list too. I mean, for right now. Yeah. It would. It might switch later on down the road between Skull Island and yeah. Godzilla vs Kong because I'm still fresh yeah. on Godzilla vs Kong. But I mean, it. Right. You know, Skull Island, man. I mean, and that fight sequence between him and the skull crawler yeah. at the end was yeah. pretty epic i mean I, I don't know it just seems that i enjoy that one you know and all kidding aside it, i mean it's just I, I that one for me i'm like i don't know it's a little bit more fun to watch i guess would be the the term yeah well i, but, I think uh, as far as characters way better characters in kong skull island oh yeah way I mean, better characters like i said that's an all-star cast i mean i mean i mean think about it, who's in that movie 
And I'm like, man, you know, they went all out for that movie. They really you did. Know, well, even they, like they really um, the smaller roles, uh, I'm trying to think of his name, the guy that got blown up with the grenades. Um, oh, my gosh. He was great in that movie. What is his name? It's going to drive me freaking nuts, the name of the character. Um, it's not Chapman. Well, I mean, of course, you got John C. Riley in it, too, by the way. We didn't bring him up. We shouldn't yeah. have because he's, oh, yeah. he's phenomenal, phenomenal in that movie, actually. Like, John C. Riley surprised me in that big time. Uh, but the character, um, he's one of the other, sh- uh, Cole, Cole, I, I don't yeah, know, the, I don't yeah, know the name of the actor, but the Cole, the guy, uh, he was great, man. Like I thought he was, fin- yeah. he was one of my favorite characters when he's sitting there after everything goes down and, and Kong's killed half the army guys and, yeah, after, and he's yeah. sitting there eating a can of beanie weenies and his buddy's like, you're eating that yeah. time right now. He's like, <laughs> I was hungry. You know I mean? Like Cole's great. <laughs> I was hungry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. Shay Wiggum, is that how you Shay say Shay Wiggum? It? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Shay Wiggum. He's yeah. great. Yeah. I mean, absolutely great as that yeah. character. So Yeah, so um, so, so I, maybe that's why I'm drawn to it. I just thought that was great. So I just wanted to know now that we're all done with, with this and we're gonna start a next chapter of our, our podcast. That's right. Um, so I thought, yeah. We're which, gonna start a new chapter. We are. It's, so it's, we just we decided because we got to this for those listening, and which by the way, four and a half stomps out of us. I mean, this movie's phenomenal. You probably have seen Godzilla vs. Kong. Again, this is the movie that is now and forever going to be known as the movie that saved the cinema. I gave it the perfect five. Yeah. Mark gave it a five. I, gave it a I five. thought, yeah, now, I did. do want to say that. that was, I thought that was pretty bold, a five. Yeah. Like, it's a great movie, but I mean, we're talking like, you know, King the Monsters. Well, got and a five, I realize that, got a five. And I realize that you're more yeah. of a ninety-eight Godzilla Absolutely man. Oh. And now we're finding out that Ruben's going Kong. You see why I give it a five. Oh, yeah, okay. No. okay, that is well. That's, that's all me. Right I hope there. you've enjoyed the chair. So. Now the reason I gave it a the reason I gave it a four and a half to be honest is because I gave King of the Monsters a five. Okay, so I'm like, okay, which one is better? And well, that was part of my four. Me, that was part of my reason for a four. Yeah, was the yeah. sheer fact that that, that was re- the original Godzilla got a five, King of the Monsters got a five. I could not give this one the same. And I, and I, and I think if you if you will look back and check. 2014, I gave it a five. You did give the King of the Monsters. Yeah, I gave did. it a five. And matter of fact, yeah, I that's right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah, five so all the way through. You so. so you have given the monster versus a five, period. They rocked it. They well, rocked 2014, it. he that was again, I'll bring it. He was that was his number one. Yes. Yeah. When yes. we did that Godzilla when we ranked ranked the Godzilla films. Yeah. Yep. I mean that was his number I, one. I will say, I mean, and, and and we do, we talk about the 98 film, and this is such a horrible movie. But legendary just did a complete 180 with this with the new American Godzilla films. Oh yeah, they yeah. did. They absolutely knocked it out of the park, and not just with Godzilla well, films, I, even Kong. Oh yeah, yeah. oh uh, oh yeah. yeah. But that's what I'm saying. They did not go out of their way. You know, got, the mistake Godzilla '98, the makers of Godzilla '98 made is they tried to change too much of it. They tried to make it their own and disregard. You know the fans basically. My, my, <laughs> That's what they did. It is disregarded. The I fans, was talking to my you know? my boss today because we just you know Godzilla's birthday was you know not too long ago the third last week um, yeah. and that's the one day of the year because I mean I really don't for those people who know me know I I really do not take days off and well this was the first real day off when I say an R and R day means you're doing nothing no responsibility actual rest and relaxation for a day. November third was the f- Godzilla's birthday was the first and only R and R day I've had all of 2021. 
And so my boss was like excited for me. So I was talking to her today and she's like, all right, you got to tell me, you know, I had a chance to talk to you. How, how did Godzilla day go? How did, you know, and I was like, oh, you know, I was telling her about going and getting a Godzilla burger and watching Godzilla kingdom monsters and playing the games and yada, yada, yada. And she's like, I, I think you've said it before. She, I was like, but the only Godzilla movie I've ever seen is the, is that one that I think you hate. I'm like with Matthew Broderick. <laughs> she's like, yeah. She's like, why do you hate it? That was the worst question she could. Fifteen minutes later, she's like, "Okay, we got to get back to work." And I'm like, "Sorry, I just ranted on my hate for that film." So, but yeah, but, but it's just that's what it is. And, and Legendary didn't do that. They embraced, they embraced Godzilla for you know well, I, I, Toho yeah. Godzilla oh, and his I, I history. The, and, and and go ahead. And they all did their yeah, homework. Well, I mean, they all dug in and... Well, I don't even think it's so much that they did their homework. Well, I mean, they did their homework, but is the fact that who you had in charge, who you had behind everything. Thomas Toll, major Godzilla fan. Gareth Edwards, major Godzilla fan. Michael Doherty, major Godzilla fan. Adam Wingard. I mean, all these dudes are like... Dude, Godzilla is why we do movies. You know, I mean, that's yeah. the, I mean, the four biggest people that's important in this, Thomas Toll, and then all three directors have all stated Godzilla is why we got into filmmaking one way or another was because of either the first Godzilla yeah, film, there you go. King Elmer's Godzilla. So, I mean, the top four people in this trilogy are fanatics, they're fans. And not on top, yeah. of, you know, on top of that, then you've got. The writing crew, I mean, you know, um, that worked on these films, uh, Terry Rossio, Zach Shields, Max Bornstein, they're huge fans. Max and Terry, they write for the IDW comic books. Then, of course, you got Michael Doherty, who wrote for King of the Monsters and wrote for, you know, God of Kong, is the fact that your, your top dogs... Is he posing? I think he's posing oh, with he's the Venom posing. shirt. He's just like, look at it. Oh, man. Look at it. I'm waiting for him to pull a Kevin Smith. year old body, like, man. I'm waiting, for, I'm waiting for like Kevin Smith to pull out here or him to stand there like, like Jay and just start rubbing the nipples. Just like, I'm waiting. Oh, yeah. No. Oh, <laughs> if only our listeners could see what's going on right now. But, yeah. uh, but anyway, so I mean, I think the, the reason why Legendary has, has just absolutely knocked out of the park, and there's people who don't like Legendary films, but again, we've talked about how the Godzilla fan base is just worse than the Star Wars fan base. Is you you had the love from the top down. I mean, yeah, even yeah. you know you know bringing on Yoshimitsu Bano for the 2014. I mean, in rest in peace. I mean, he's passed away. For those who don't know who that is, that's who did Godzilla versus Hedora, the smog monster. You know, bringing those guys in from from Toho as well. Yeah, you know, yeah, it was just it was love from the word go. And you can feel it through the whole, oh, yeah. the whole oh, trilogy yeah. or yeah. quadrilogy, you know, Kong included. So feel it and you see know, it. And it's yeah. all there. Yeah. Um, this reminds me of a story. I don't know how relevant it is to me, but that's what I think of Godzilla 98. Godzilla 98 made a lot of money. It resurrected Godzilla for in America. Okay. We have to give it credit for that. Um, I don't know if you ever heard the story. No, we don't. Believe me, there is no way. I've said it before. Godzilla and I gets credit for me for one thing. It all that Trendmaster stuff, all that came from Godzilla '98. I mean, that did do okay. that. I will say that. You know, it did that. There was all kinds of merchandise. Um, the VHSs that I never had heard of before that I didn't know there was releases in Japanese uh, of the you know, Godzilla series, Mothra right? and all. Right. Yeah, Heisei series. I didn't know anything. I knew about Godzilla '85. That's all I knew, you know, it was, and it was, it, it resurrected 
interest in Godzilla. That's why I give it credit for credit for. And the reason I bring it up is because there's a story about, and maybe you guys have heard it, the Quiet Riot. Okay, they did mental health album back in the 80s right oh yeah yeah well when they were making it they did they they recorded all these songs and then the record company came to him and says i want to do come on feel the noise by slate and they didn't want to do it they didn't want to do it they didn't want to do it they didn't feel it so kevin dubrow actually sang that whole song way off key and just as worst the worst thing he could put out and it still made the album. It still made the top 10. And it still was yeah. successful. Yeah, <laughs> Despite him not even trying. And that's what Godzilla 98 is to me. That money, that it made money. It did all this stuff. But it's just the effort wasn't there. You know, yeah, that's, not, that's how I see 98. So. Well, yeah. guys, we have reached the end of the Godzilla films for now. Because we know those. there's more coming. Um, which, by the way, yeah. if you guys haven't, of course, Godzilla's birthday, um, Toho did a new short film um, that Godzilla vs. Adora. Oh, yeah. They used the suits from yeah. Final Wars. It's like five and a half minutes. It was awesome. It's absolutely amazing. It I'll, be, was. I'll be putting it on the Plex soon. Because um, not only was it Godzilla's birthday, but it's also the 50th anniversary for Godzilla vs. the Smog Monster in the movie. So it's kind of why they, there was a lot of Hedorah stuff going on for the, the Godzilla Day events and stuff. Uh, so check it out, of course, but, but we're at the end, and uh, we didn't know what to do. So we finally talked to, over the last few weeks uh, because we want to, we obviously want to continue giving you two shows a month. But we started this with Giant. Are we going yeah. again? Here yeah. we go. Okay. We started this with Giant Monsters, and we can't let that slow down, we decided. So right. there is a plethora of Giant Monster movies out there worldwide, aside from Godzilla. So we're going to continue to give you two mo- two episodes a month, and one will be a Giant Monster film, and then the other one will be just a you know holiday special or some other monster movie that we decide to pick on. So... Um, this month of course uh, we couldn't find a thanksgiving one so we'll be back in two weeks with blue monkey who's probably i was trying to think of a more ooey gooey movie you know i know we've, we've kind of stapled on blue monkey but i went back and watched ticks the other day that is the ooeyest gooeyest movie i've <laughs> monster movie i've ever seen ticks was just nasty um but so we'll be back with blue monkey great 80s movie i will tell you all the story of how i first saw it and yes it is does relate to mark um I mean, but then man like most monster <laughs> movies um but then next month of course we've got christmas coming around the corner but since we have no godzilla movie we're going to give you guys since it's christmas we're loving, we're giving, we're going to give you a double feature for, for the first episode, and we're going to jump into Frankenstein Conquers the World, followed up right in the same episode with War of the Gargantuas, its sequel. Two great, great monster movies from Toho um, that I think you guys will absolutely love. I know me and Ruben especially are big fans of War of the Gargantua. Uh, yeah. Gargantuas, sorry, um, yeah. which got played a lot in the 70s and 80s. Frankenstein Conquers the World, not so much. It was released here, yeah. uh, but it's kind of gone a little more unknown and most people who've seen more of the gargantuas may not even know it's a sequel to frankenstein congress of the world so we're gonna give you a double feature uh first of next month because we feel extra loving and giving for christmas and then our christmas episode is all because of reuben and his absolute love for phoebe cates <laughs> yes we are yes. doing gremlins for christmas this year so yeah i want to see his stomp right <laughs> yeah that yeah one. gremlins <laughs> two phoebe cates ten there <laughs> you go yeah. it's gonna be reuben all the way so yeah um, but so we're excited Got about it so we're gonna continue to give you a giant monster uh goodness and then of course monster movies you know 
month by month by month. And if you guys have any suggestions or want us to do one we may not have covered that you think is a good monster movie, get on the Facebook page, man. Let us know. Hit us up. Hit us up. We've got a massive library of monster movies we can review. But if there's one in particular you want to see us do, let us know. We'll be glad to do it. Um, We will single that person out, too. We we will. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, well, we, yeah. definitely. We'll, we'll we will, we'll, we'll, we will let you know. We'll, we'll let you well, know. Hold on. But, you know, so anybody is allowed to pick a movie except Justin McClain. There we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I already, I, I just got, you know, a lot of people say, I go, I just got to stick my hand in oh. that. In that, oh man! Time. And for I those for those who are like, what are you talking about? Justin's again. a good buddy of ours. We <laughs> love love you, Justin, a ton. But he picked uh, Colossal uh, for one of ours, and we felt so bad for the listeners that we ended up having to throw an extra movie on that episode uh, yeah, just for, uh, for that movie. And um, he is still paying the price. He is, man. He's but, uh, um, I mean, I think Mark enjoyed Ship of Monsters. Oh, yeah. Thanks, Pete. Really, (laughs) really appreciate that one. I think it's time for Pete to pick another one. (laughs) Just for Mark. So, but yeah. uh, yeah. So join us again in two weeks um, for Blue Monkey. This one's going to be a blast. This is probably one of my favorite 80s monster flicks. Super, super great. No, there is not a Blue Monkey in it, but that's what it's called. And then we'll be back (laughs) next month uh, with a lot of. Why did you just put that out there? Just because now they they got. Because I guarantee you, if someone goes to try to look. But what is this movie? What I mean, if they find the VHS Where is that cover, blue monkey at yeah, he's talking um, about? Even Where's like that Gavin, blue monkey. <laughs> I was talking about it upstairs. Uh, Sarah was asking me what shows we had coming up, and Gavin was in the room. He's like, "I want to watch it. I want to watch a movie about a blue monkey." I'm like, "Dude, there's no, there's no monkey in it. There's no blue monkey. Yeah, I don't want to disappoint you, son, but it's not going to happen. Um, but uh, so we're going to watch it, and then of course Christmas time, we'll be back in December for two episodes. We're going to give you just some extra gifts by doing a double feature of Frankenstein Congress the World and War the Gargantuas, and then celebrate Christmas with Gremlins and Phoebe Cates. And there we go. We may even wear Santa hats for that episode. So yeah, there you go. Well. <laughs> Santa hats. Yes. Ruben's his will be special looking. Oh, I'll yeah. guarantee yeah. you. You'll find some way to incorporate Phoebe Cade on this, on this That's Santa right. hat. I will. So, all right, guys. Well, y'all, thank you all so much. Again, if you haven't seen God's vs. Kong, I really think everybody listening probably has. But if you haven't, go watch it. Amazing movie. And then we'll be back in two weeks for Blue Monkey. This is Sludge and Mark. You got Ruben in Texas. Y'all have a good night. Good night. Night, y'all. Bloody now.